Hello and welcome to the program, MedPoint Health Half Hour, 10 a.m. Saturday mornings, 980 CFPL. Ron Young here, hosting the show, joined across from me by Hannah McCutcheon. This is like the fifth or sixth week in a row. It's awesome. Hannah, you are awesome. Thanks for joining me again. Yeah, thank you. The ratings have been up, so that's why I keep telling, <laughs> inviting her back. And of course, when we flirt with the ratings a little bit, we always bring in Garrett King. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> Ingersoll. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Thamesford. All of Thamesford yes. is likely tuning in because you're the Thamesford's native son, we'll call you that. That's right. All 14 people that live there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're tuned in because this reaches London, surrounding area. I've even heard that this uh, broadcast can uh, be heard to our uh, neighbors to the south in America. That's pretty cool. Ohio. Yeah, so shout out to everybody listening in America. It's great to have everybody along. Of course, when you live and breathe and and your profession is talking about health, exercising with people, giving good nutrition advice, it's always a joy to be on the airwaves to discuss the things further. Uh, Guys, we're talking uh, a little bit about children in this uh, episode in, in two different ways. Uh, one about uh, does physical education and, and bad memories in in gym class uh, kind of translate to less activity now and kind of, you know, all that stuff. And then uh, we were also going to talk about extracurricular activities. I want to focus on that because apparently a lot of Canadians are going into debt trying to fund the sports for their little ones, right? Their offspring, their kids at home. They may be ones in hockey, ones in baseball. You know, I've always kind of (laughs) thought if my kids cannot be a goaltender in any (laughs) hockey league, I'll probably make it okay. Because Nothing worse than when they grow, eh? And you got to get new equipment. Geez. So, (laughs) but guys, let's chat a little bit about what's been happening at MedPoint because I think that's really cool. The West 5 Physiotherapy is now open uh, in the Riverbend community at the West 5, and that's 1295 Riverbend Road. Very cool. Aaron Brandt is there. Uh, Nader is a physiotherapist there. He's a great guy. And, of course, two uh, specialists with MedPoint are being featured there. Audiology, uh, which is uh, Paige, and, of course, uh, Dr. Tugalev, who's our physiatrist. He's uh, also going to be working out of there. So a couple of awesome team members who now have a new home. Please, if you have any uh, injuries you want physioed, uh, is that, can I use it as a verb? <laughs> Rehabilitated. Uh, we'll say it Would like you like that. to get physioed? <laughs> uh, check them out. Okay. Go, go out to West five. It's a really cool building. You can see us in the gym working out with, uh, individuals as well as, um, our executive health, uh, division is out there. So three and five hour medicals as well as our performance assessments. Yeah. I'm really there. looking forward to this, Ron. We'll be able to get our clients up there if we have injuries and yeah. uh, vice versa, bring people back down and get them even more fit Absolutely. once they're re- rehabilitated. Well, and you hate like in stages of processes to have something missing, right? It's okay. Okay. Now I've rehabbed my wrist or my leg, my knee. Um, now I'm good all of a sudden? Well, no, you need to keep up with minimum requirements of exercise to continue to strengthen the area of concern. So Garrett, you know, when people are out of physio, 
they should come see us, right? They yeah, should. that's right. It does seem like we got the full package now. You kind of you get the physio and you you know you help um, you know rehab those injuries, but a lot of it um, is strengthening. And mm. you know you spend the time strengthening, and it's going to help um, you know avoid getting injured again, type of thing. And you're going to be stronger. Um, so it's nice that we kind of have that division. We can take some of their clients. We yep. can send some to them as well. And then you know hopefully all around we'll have less and less injuries out there, and and people that are really um, you know, spending time in the gym and just getting um, overall strength gains, and uh, hopefully we have to deal with less injuries as as time goes on. Absolutely, and you know, all of our programs at MedPoint Fitness are very affordable. Of course, we do payment plans, no interest, uh, equal payments over the duration of your training program. This fall is, uh, you know, I always say fall is a great time to get into fitness because everybody's back in their routine, right? I mean, people are sending their kids off to school. They're kind of getting back in the workflow after having a bit of summer off. So, yes, let's chip away. Let's get to to it now because come December, we know activities level activity levels dip and presumably you're eating a lot of warm comfort food, right? So... Uh, okay, let's start out then um, by talking about the money that parents spend on their children. When you guys were growing up, what could you estimate? Could you put a price tag on it? Garrett, you're in hockey. Hannah, you were in soccer and almost every other sport. I played hockey too, yep. Okay, <laughs> so what if you had to put a price tag on it, how much would you say your parents spent on you and your siblings uh, throughout the the year. Yeah, it's tough to say. Like when I was, you know, playing hockey as a young kid, it was only, you know, a couple hundred bucks maybe to, to get registered. And then of course you have equipment and traveling and all that stuff. Okay. Um, you know, as I got older into my teens and stuff, I started to play higher level hockey and then it gets, you know, more and more pricey. Um, but then you're already grown, so you don't presumably have to expense the uh, equipment. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and of course, then you get um, you know further traveling, hotels, more tournaments, that type of thing. Mm. Um, so it does become you know pretty pricey. But um, I don't ever remember it um, you know being how it is now. I think right. it's 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 gotten crazy, and especially families that have two or three or four kids. We were talking you know off air about what people are spending a year and. And you know, parents are willing to do it. Obviously, they they want to see their kids succeed in any sport they choose. And yeah, um, you know, it's it's crazy to see the money that people are spending just, um, you know, just to see their kids, you yeah. know, participate in sport because it's crazy how different it is um, now than what it used to be. Well, and think about all the money spent. And I mean, you could are you obviously you're putting your money into stuff that you value. So maybe. Uh, it is important to spend a lot of money on this kind of stuff when they're young, but it shouldn't come at the cost of debt, right? I mean, we saw uh, over a thousand parents uh, interviewed, 32% of them are going into debt to fund their kids' uh, teams or their sports or their extracurriculars. Hannah, what would you say to somebody who's uh, racking up the credit card bill just based on keeping their kids active? Uh, I don't I don't know. I personally don't have kids yet, but I think that physical activity is important. And I think if I was in the situation and my child wanted to play a sport to stay active, I I probably would do it. Right. Um, now, the debt also comes with, OK, where else can we save money? And yes. you have to you know, financially plan. But I think I would do it. So they're willing to spend 
lots of money on kids' activities, but they're not willing to give up the $6 latte every morning, right? <laughs> or how the alcohol they drink on weekends. Right. We talked about that the other week, That's right? True. I think technology, too. Like, you see all these uh, new things out that, you know, hockey players can test their agility and, yeah. and do different power skating things and stuff that we didn't have when we were younger. Um, you know, everybody wants to be wants their kid to be Connor McDavid and, right. or, you know, uh, any athlete of that sort. But uh, you have all this new technology that people just, you know, they don't have a filter. They just want to spend whatever they can to see, right. you know, get their kid to that level. So, well, it's um, like instant gratification too, right? We, we, we're in a world of Amazon and eBay and stuff where you one click and uh, have it at your doorstep. And it's like the same thing with sports, right? It's like, oh, my kid needs new elbow pads. Oh, I'll just get it shipped here for tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, when I was growing up, and it might be similar for you guys, because I know from Brussels and Thamesford, it's probably about the population of Godrich, but we had about 10 of us, you know, in the around the block, and we would just, like, have a bat and a ball, and we'd all have our gloves, yep. and we'd just go to the local ball diamond and play. We didn't yep. think about leagues. We didn't think about like all the extra equipment, all the extra costs. Seems right? so simple. Yeah. <laughs> or even like soccer. I'm always like in my head, I'm always like, well, how is there any sort of cost to soccer? It's one ball and yeah. presumably shin pads, but then you get like the proper cleats. If you're getting the goaltending gloves, if you're yeah, getting sure. the jerseys and everything, like all this costs extra money. So I know personally speaking, I have a YMCA membership and it costs about $60 bi-weekly. It's about a hundred bucks a month times that by 12 months. Well, I'm probably about the average, uh, where it's, uh, it was, uh, $1,160 is what they're averaging, which is $40 up from the last time that these, uh, people were surveyed. So yeah, spending is going up because of facilities, because of extra equipment, um, so how do we combat this? How do we get around it? See, I love the YMCA because it's not just for my kids. I sign them up for hockey, swimming lessons through there. They're doing track and field. I can go to the gym. My wife can run on the track. We can all go for a family swim. Great programming, right? So you're kind of getting a lot of bang for your buck. I feel like it's good value there. Uh, how do, what, maybe we can all give one tip here as to how people can save money to help uh, assist their offspring uh, in in going into youth sports and stuff. I don't know. One of the big differences I've noticed is um, what people are paying for coaching and stuff. Like I remember when we were kids, one of our dads would be the coach and, you know, they'd have um, another parent that would, you know, be the trainer or something on the bench. Now it's like parents are paying tons of money, uh, you know, at young ages to get a non-parent coach in to develop the kids. And yeah. um, they're spending all that extra money. So I don't know where you draw the line of, of you know, where you want maximum development of your kids, but mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to save a few bucks. Yeah. What about secondhand stuff, Hannah? Like, is Oh, it kind of I can a, talk to you about that. <laughs> is it kind of a stigma, though? Like if you're going on a new team and you got like an old ratty pair of hockey gloves, like... Um, to me, it was mom and dad said, nope. This is what you got. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure I got hand-me-downs from my cousin and even my younger brother, who is a very large guy. (laughs) (laughs) I got his equipment. Um, But I I do remember, you know, you have to get your kids maybe one new piece of equipment just to make them feel really good. Like I got a new pair of pants and they were female (laughs) pants. So my hips actually fit in them properly. And I was pretty psyched about that. But So maybe it's like hand-me-downs can work. Maybe we're just like 
always wanting the best, the best, the best, and we just don't simply let kids be kids and play the sport? Are we pushing them too much? I mean, I, like one of my tips, and I, I think it's pretty pretty plain, like I'm not – I won't say I'm the best with finances. Like I'm not a financial planner or anything, but I do not think that anybody should be going in debt for really anything. Like I need, I, I think that parents should really evaluate their financial situation, cut back on lattes or cut back on another area of your home where maybe it's a cable plan. Maybe you're spending 80 bucks a month on cable, but you don't need those extra channels. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Re- like evaluate your family situation. Maybe you have your kids in too many sports. Maybe it's draining you because now we don't only have not only have the stress of financials involved in it, but we also have the stress of through the week driving your kids here, driving your kids there this night. You're, then you're stretched. You don't have any free time for yourself, and you're living through your kid. Yeah, and quite often you get done the hockey season, and it's straight into baseball or soccer or whatever. Yeah. Through the, like it, just a never-ending cycle that one thing to another all year round, and you never really get a chance to take a break or. True. Save any money or whatever. Let me ask you guys a question. We got to go to commercial break really quickly, but uh, did either of you grow up dreaming about being a professional curler? No, I think that was you, Ron. Uh, that's a hard no. <laughs> See, and these are other avenues of, of sport, right? I mean, like a curling membership was about $200 in the town that I was in. Uh, I know the student membership at the Highland is approximately 200 maybe $300. But, like, that's a really cool sport. Maybe we need to push our, our children to try new things, right? Maybe, yeah, they like hockey, but if we keep pushing and pushing and pushing, they might not like it anymore. So... Find what's right for you. Evaluate your financial situation. Make sure that you're not going into debt with this stuff, uh, at least a lot of debt, we'll say. And uh, you know what? Make sure that your kids do stay active because that is important as we have childhood obesity and, and diabetes and all this other disease on the rise. we got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll be talking about embarrassing physical education moments. Did you ever split your pants in gym class? <laughs> Find out on 980 CFPL MedPoint Health Half Hour. Yeah, hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. MedPoint Health Half Hour. We're happy to join you today. Ron Young, Hannah McCutcheon, and Garrett King. If you're listening on the first half of the show, we had a lot to talk about with kids in fitness, right? Uh, extracurriculars, team sports. Is it worth it? Is it the financial burden that you wish to, to have so that your kids can succeed? Or can you cut some corners? Or how do we get kids active in other ways? So we'll upload that on SoundCloud. You can always listen to our past programs as well as the first half of the show if you missed it. On this half of the show, guys, ladies, gentlemen, um, <laughs> we need to talk a little bit about uh, the aspect of negative memories and how that translates to adulthood for kids and as it pertains to gym class, physical education, right? Uh, We saw an article come out and it was about uh, children who have had negative childhood experiences in gym class and how it may have long-term effects. And I know a lot of people listening right now are probably like, ah, they can suck it up and blah, blah, blah. Well, now... With all this light being shed on bullying, you know, this is a, it can be an issue, right? And we need to make sure that we identify it. We make sure that we feel people, make, make people feel comfortable within the gym, uh, whether that's in a class or a fitness uh, center. 
and what they did was they conducted an online survey of more than a thousand adults. Um, and this was America across 46 states. Best and worst memories of their physical education experiences, as well as their attitude toward physical activity now. What they found was that 34% of respondents felt embarrassed by their childhood physical education experience. And the next most frequently reported negative memory was having situations happen, which they called worst memory was lack of enjoyment in physical activity, right? So they just didn't enjoy it. They weren't connected. They weren't engaged in the class. And that was reported by 18% of people. So team, where do we stand on this? How did you, let's start out with this. Have you guys ever experienced anything embarrassing in the gym class or during physical education? Personally, I would say probably not as severe as this survey is indicating. Like, there's probably something that happened, but nothing that I particularly remember. Nothing that you've carried you know what, with I th- you. I think when you're that age, you think things are way more embarrassing than they actually are. Yeah. Um, something happens that doesn't go your way. You're, you know, we're kind of at that age where everybody's in their, you know, different stages of growing and um, you're still trying to find yourself and your friends and you're maybe not feel comfortable in those situations. Obviously, there's... Um, you know, some kids that just didn't like physical activity and they just, you know, they didn't prefer to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, so anything that would happen to them in class, you know, they're just going to get embarrassed by it. But, um, you know, for me, uh, nothing really comes to mind, but, um, you know, we're maybe not the the best group to ask since we were pretty involved in sports, but I can definitely relate with my friends who didn't enjoy physical activity. and And what are their activity levels like now? Well, one of my friends has finds ways to do yoga at home okay. and she's kind of found her own area where she really enjoys that yoga and but that's what she not sticks like to. So much team sports and yes. stuff like yeah. that. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, not always. And yeah. I mean like uh, when they make you do at least at UWO, I don't know where you guys went to school. <laughs> They had you do a variety of sports and learn about the sports. And so you had to do one racket, one individual, one team, uh, swimming, uh, stuff like that. So you're kind of well-rounded. But, you know, I can think back to a lot of times when, um, you know, you'd trip over yourself. Like you'd have a layup in basketball and you kind of trip over yourself and uh, take a nosedive and chew on the floor for a minute. But, uh, yeah, I mean... People often do carry these embarrassing moments. I'm sure that you guys can probably think of a couple embarrassing moments within school. And maybe that's deterred you from certain taking part in certain activities or perhaps talking about certain things because it brings that memory back up. But does it concern you guys? 18% of those respondents said it was just lack of enjoyment from physical activity. So maybe we're doing the wrong things or presenting it in the wrong way. What are your thoughts on something like that? I think it, a lot of it is the teacher's choice in the curriculum with physical activity, like how they incorporate different types of sports and what sports to involve and not involve. But I think the variety is the best way to do it. But right. also having a system in place where you know, not all the, you're not getting the kids to choose who's on whose team and, you know, you're picked last. So maybe, you know, drawing out of a hat or, you know, if you're just like maybe you've done at home when you're playing road hockey, everyone throws their sticks in something where it's blinded, (laughs) (laughs) something where it's blinded, where uh, 
you pick the teams at random and, and you try and get those who are more active or, you know, more dominant in the sport mm-hmm. to help teach the ones that aren't. Right. And when we were talking about this, to, to kind of allude to your point a little bit, I was telling you guys ahead of the show that, you know, in media, it's almost reinforced. It's like, yeah, the overweight kid should get picked last. Or, you know, there's so many movies where it's like, uh, I mean, the Mighty Ducks, they were misfits. And then <laughs> look right. at them. They're all yeah. coming together and they're the best team ever. <laughs> but in movies also like Billy Madison and yeah. stuff like that, you always kind of have that. So not only do people feel it in their own experiences, but they're also feeling it within the media and how it's portrayed. Mm-hmm. It's like, I agree with you. And I think that it's, it sucks having to pick teams because there's somebody who's always picked last and I'm sure that they don't feel that great about it. Yeah. And I think, you know, everybody grows up with different values and they have different interests and all that stuff. And I think, you know, going through your childhood and, and going into gym class and stuff, if you don't feel like you're interested in what's going on, um, you're probably going to have a negative attitude yeah. um, with it just going into it before you even do anything. So um, <clears throat> I think, you know, having, um, you know, different sports and keeping things varied and playing with different kids right. and trying to kind of make things, you know, as equal as possible and keeping everybody included is um, probably the best way to do it. We all kind of remember um, some kids in gym class that, you know, you could tell didn't really want to be there or, yeah. you know, definitely weren't the best players on the team. Um, you know, that maybe did get picked last and stuff like that. But, um, you know, those memories can stick with you for a long time. And, right. you know, you you do something in your everyday life that reminds you of, um, you know, those times. And it can bring those memories back. So, um, you well, know. Well, also it, to understand and appreciate differences, too. Like, even though for sure. so-and-so wasn't good in physical education, they could kill it on the piano or the guitar. Yeah. And I was, you know, like, <laughs> like basically uh, not very musically inclined. Uh, so, I mean, kind of recognizing there are going to be some challenges for anybody in any certain field. I mean, math was not my strong suit. So in calculus, grade 12 calculus, I want to shout out to Wendy Dundunnan, <laughs> who basically saved my tail and got me a passing mark because I literally went to every extra, extra help session and sat beside her so that I would focus on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, uh, people like we have such differences and yes, they need to be celebrated. Thinking back to like our parents and stuff, they would say, suck it up. That's the way it is. Yep. You know what? You're picked last. You're not good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you just can't do it. You don't have the skill level. But in today's society, we do need to be more sensitive towards people. We do need to be very inclusive. So if that's you, like if you're on a sports team and and somebody's wanting to come on or maybe you want to give a guy a shot to get on there, you know, talk to people, get them to open up, get them to express how they're really feeling. And perhaps you'll dig down deep to a, a an, an issue that, you know, maybe they just felt excluded or something like that. Yeah, and I think as a kid, like you don't think about – it's how, so hard when you're that how, how different people are and how diverse and how we all have, you know, different skills and stuff where, um, you know, a group of friends, you know, see somebody that isn't very good at a sport, they're instantly going to look down on them and think that they're, you know, not good at anything. And yeah. uh, obviously bullying is a whole other topic, but, um, you know, then they uh, uh, see, you know, them on the piano or, yeah. or, you know, doing something else that they're really good at. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, like this guy's actually really good at this or a girl. 
Um, well, and and what stage do we put you know, that for them. ego aside and, and the competitive nature exactly. in saying, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be Sidney Crosby, I'm not going to be uh, Josh Donaldson, <laughs> should I drop his name on the show? A <laughs> uh, bit of a sore spot, but, yeah. um, you know, because I asked my wife to be on the softball team each year. We didn't have a team this year, mm-hmm. but uh, she's like, no, I'm no good at it. Well, I don't want you on the softball team because you're no good at it. Like, yeah, I know exactly. that you're not great at, at those mechanics and those skills. I just want you on the team so we can, like, connect and, and you know, be together and be social. Yeah, like, that's sure. when I think of my curling team, like, you know what? We're, like, so social. Like, it's a great sport. Golf mm-hmm. is awesome. Can I, can I tell a story? Sure. <laughs> Fatima was awesome she came to our golf outing for yeah. medpoint our uh, yeah. team outing and didn't originally sign up didn't originally signed up i i went to her and i and me well both garrett and i were like oh you gotta come you gotta come yeah. and she came she dropped what she was gonna do she came and you know all of us took give her some tips and tricks and she's now she told me she wants to go golfing with her nephew who's she like awesome <laughs> who's um, like learning to get lessons and everything and she's gonna go with him and her nephew's gonna teach her some beauty so awesome. n- that was a good experience and i think you know people need to get out there and you know help somebody else out yeah in different areas well, do your due diligence and you know help out a, a friend or somebody who's maybe interested in what you're doing you know uh there's Probably nobody that talks to me about curling. So, <laughs> but if you did, I'd probably invite you along. <laughs> um, guys, that's all the time that we have for the show today. I want to thank you both for joining me. A lot of good content there. I guess the wrap up message really is, uh, talk to your kids, figure out what they want to be doing, figure out if it's financially viable for your family. And, and if there's other ways or av- other avenues that they could take part in, in physical activity or sport. Uh, and most of all, don't, don't let it physically stress you out because that doesn't do anybody any good either. And be inclusive. Hey, invite somebody out to your next sporting event or your social event, because you never know who might just be feeling a little bit left out. All right. That's all the time we got for today. Medpoint health half hour on 980 CFBL.